Guys podcast episode 42, 43, coming right back at you. Welcome to the Growth Guys podcast, presented by KinderReeseCoaching.com. This is the number one podcast for real estate agents who are serious about growing their business. Get the strategies and tactics to grow your business fast while building the lifestyle you dream of. Now, sit back, buckle up, and get ready, because we're about to get real. The Growth Guys Podcast starts right now. What's up, John? What is happening? Man, uh, I'm uh, I'm just enjoying a little bit cooler weather today, to be honest, man. It ain't so hot. It, it was nice so this morning, man. It was nice this morning. I got uh, got out for a couple hours, and uh, I was pleasantly surprised at the weather conditions. Yeah, I'm gonna go get a run in later tonight on the trails, um, and it'll be real, you know, it'll be real cool. But yeah. uh, what's up, Facebook and everybody else? Uh, it's the Growth Guys podcast. With episode, uh, I think, 42, 42 now, John, and uh, today, I mean, we're going to be Nuts. talking about, uh, we're going to be talking about action versus knowledge. Mm-hmm. What do you think of when I say that? You know, I think of, um, it's, it, it's the um, power, power and choice is kind of what, you know, when, when, when I hear knowledge versus action, it, it's, it's. Power versus versus choice, and and you know not the power is the knowledge, right? But you you have the choice to take action or not, and you know the choice is good, bad, and indifferent. You can choose to take the not take action on that knowledge or or not, and then obviously there's the ripple effect of that decision, right? You know mm-hmm. the, the difference between choice and decision, and, and so. I think choice gives you options and it's more like, man, I have a choice to do this or I have a choice not to. And, you know, I think, and really what we're going to dive into a little bit is why we sometimes choose to not take that action on, on that knowledge. And I'm excited to jump into this topic with you. I know you, uh, uh, were diving into, I, I, I call it, I call her certified. She's a certified badass. I know you were you were diving into to Mel's uh, Mel's work, Mel Robbins' work. If you guys haven't followed her, she's got to be one of the ones that you you pay attention to. She's she's amazing, and um, I know this really kind of kicked off from you know kind of going through through some of her work, um, you know, on, on on some of her methodologies and, and thinkings and, and things to maybe help us take action. Yeah, for sure. So the book is uh, the five second rule. And uh, so that's that's what we're referring to. And she's got a great TED talk. If you guys haven't seen it, um, check it out. But it's pretty simple. Um, you know, it's the, the whole premise uh, of her principle is five, four, three, two, one, go. And, you know, recently I wrote an email every morning. Uh, to be honest, I try it every morning. Uh, I don't always hit that goal. But every morning I try to write these um Lessons. I'm working on a book actually that's going to uh, be compiled of just a lot of the lessons that I've learned through through life and through business, um, and and relating those to personal situations and so on. But recently, I, and usually it's reading something or listening something that gives me an idea, and I'll jot it down, and then I expand on that, 
you know, into a, an email that takes you less than seven minutes to read. And so, uh, um, recently I wrote one on 54321, and uh, I got some interesting responses. You know, usually at the end of these emails, I'll say, hit reply and send me, um, you know, your, your perspective or your experience or what mm -hmm. this means to you or whatever. And it's always interesting to see the replies that I get. In this 54321 email about two weeks ago, I had a couple good good uh, responses. And, uh, you know, I'll, sh I'll share one of those, and it may not make as much sense if you're listening to this and you've never heard of it before. Right now, I'm kind of putting the cart before the horse. But, you know, really what we're talking about is, is getting out of your own way. And, and in order to trick yourself and to activate the portions of your, of your brain that you need to take action, you've got to create some sort of cue or trigger a lot of the times for yourself to get out of your own way. And so uh, five, four, three, two, one, go. And go meaning go, you know, take action, the first step towards whatever it is. And that's what this rule is really trying to create. It, the principle is trying to create is a rule that you can follow to get yourself to take action. And so I had somebody go, man, um, I, I love it. Uh, what if I go one, two, three, four, five and go, right? And I was like, man, and it's somebody who, um, you know, I think he's a go-getter. And so I was like, yeah, it's a great response. I just love the replies in the first place. You know, somebody taking the time to reply. Yeah. And, uh, and and then I remembered, however, that came up in the book and I remembered how it was discussed in the book vaguely. But to be honest, I couldn't quite remember exactly how I would frame. Yeah, that's great. But here's why they would suggest or she would suggest that that doesn't work. And um, so I actually had to search it got on Google and I searched like the question, um, can I go five? One, two, three, four, five, or something like that. Mel Robbins. Can I go? Yeah. One, two, three, four? And I had to search through a couple pages like we were talking about. And uh, and I think I might even put PDF or something. But I found on one of these sites like um, maybe Reddit or one of these things where you can kind of view sample pages of books. And it highlights the certain text, you know, if you have that in your search. And so I found the section in the book. And and uh, so anybody who's thinking, man, five, four, three, two, one, can I just go one, two, three, four, five? The reason is, is that there's always somewhere to go after five, right? You can go to six, you can go to seven, you can go to eight, you can go to nine. And so what it doesn't create is the cue to take action. And so when you get to five, four, three, two, one, now what? Uh, and so that's the cue for you to actually take action. Your brain is actually searching for somewhere to go or for something to do when it gets to zero, I, I could go, you know, six, seven, eight. I'm never going to get that cue. You can just keep counting, right? You can just keep counting. <laughs> and that's what we do. I mean, that's how, that's what we do, right? We procrastinate on those things. I mean, I got a list of things here. And, you know, sometimes um, focusing on that hardest thing at the beginning of the day is a challenge. And sometimes you got to go five, four, three, two, one, and, and boom, and go. Otherwise, I'll keep counting. Six, seven, eight, nine, next week, next month, next year. Yeah. You know, it's a great, great little thing. If you, if you like struggle, if you keep hitting snooze in the mornings, right? Get, getting going to, um, you know, when you, when you set your alarm, you know, create that, create that label. And, uh, I've had a bunch of different labels over 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 time. I had one of Jocko's. I've got one of Garrett White uh, White's right now. Uh, and and so yeah, maybe maybe put that on your on your alarm in the morning, right? Five, four, three, two, one, go. Yeah, hundred percent. 
Record it yourself. Yeah, like like you said, record it yourself. Or, uh, you know, get, get somebody else to record it for you. Maybe that might be even more. <laughs> What's that company that's out there that you can get celebrities to, to, to do something, uh, yeah, do little shout-outs or whatever? I can't remember what it is, but, yeah, you can get uh, all kinds of people to record your voicemail or your uh, company directory, that sort of thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'd get Jocko. What if you could get Goggins? Wake up. Uh, what if you could get both of them? Press one, or you could choose. If you'd like to hear the message from Jocko, press one. If you'd like to hear it from Dawkins, press two. If you'd like to hear it from both of them, it'd be like, oh, God. At the same time, ah. Uh, those guys will get you. They'll scare you out of bed. Man, I'll tell you what. So speaking about 54321, you know, an action versus knowledge is kind of what we named this episode. Um, because, you know, knowing is, it don't matter what you know. Right. It's what you do. And we all know a lot. Actually, we know what we're not doing. Right. We know what we're not doing. So in that alone. Right. We are acknowledging that we should be doing something that we don't want to do. And um, and so Jocko, man, I remember in Extreme Ownership talks about some of the rules of combat, man. And one is you always have to move. You always have to move. And sometimes, you know, you're scared shitless right and you can yeah. be paralyzed but uh five four three two one go and you always have to move that was one of the the rules in that book and it applies you know if you can't if you can't move five four three two one i always related to making phone calls for prospecting um you know with all the conversations we have about agents trying to grow their business ultimately you end up talking about picking up the phone at some point um and so you know, five, four, three, two, one, go is a real good way to start your day if you have a problem making that first dial. Because you'll talk, you know, I think, and I want to get your thoughts uh, on some of your takeaways for, from the book, but um, there's something that she says that I think sums it up, and we'll expand on it, but I want to get some thoughts uh, from you first. But it's that, that we're thinking, we're feeling machines that think. We're not thinking machines that feel. Right. Mm. We're feeling machines yeah. that think we're not thinking machines that feel. And I'll expand on that um, in a minute, kind of on what yeah. that means to me. But uh, but what are, what were some of your takeaways and, and maybe even how have you applied it like in your own life? Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, it's it's that little mental, like you said, the cue, the reminder that, you know, there 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 there, there has to be an action component here. Um, we just can't. We just can't, you know, we just can't keep thinking about it, right? We gotta, we gotta get going with it. And even if it's a small step, a small victory, a small, small win, right? Like, you know, you're not gonna get out and run 26.2 if you've never ran before. Maybe, maybe, maybe that first action step is let's just walk around the block or maybe let's just walk to the end of the block and back. And, you know, and if we do that every day, we're going to we're going to walk a little bit further. Next thing you know, you're going to maybe run a little bit. You're going to jog a little bit. You're going to go a little bit further. Right. And and, you know, to me, that's where you've got to start. Um, but I but I really love that on, you know, that that distinction of we're feeling machines. And because that's usually man, we just never really feel like it. We talk about this all the time yeah. with, with running, man. I never feel like going out for a run. Like, I don't at all, right? I don't feel about, you know, 
I'm always how much time I got left? How much how much more further I got to go? Um, so I think it's all those little cues, you know, those little things. I know we talk about, you know, we talked about Jocko and and his, you know, I don't feel like doing it. Good. That's why you got to go do it, right? You know, so those little cues like that, you know, I, I relate the good with with males five, four, three, two, one. It just gives you that that countdown that okay, I got to go do this. So I, I would love, you know, what what are some of your thoughts on on why why we we know what we got to do, we're not doing it, but 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 why are we not taking action? What what's what what do you think it is? Yeah, man. So that um, it it relates back to we're feeling uh, machines that think, right? And so we um, tend to do what's going to feel the most comfortable, you know, and what's mm. going to feel like the safest thing to do. Um, and and so for that reason, you know, we avoid some of the things that can be scary. It might, you know, maybe it's rejection or it's, you know, who knows um, all the different things that might keep you from doing something. But, you know, that that's and so what, what it is, is we'll sit and we'll think it will wait for until we there, you know, until I feel like it. Well, you're never going to feel like it. Right. You're never going to feel like it because the thing that we're talking about doing is probably uncomfortable in some sort of way. Um, you're not mm-hmm. used to doing it. There's a chance that you won't do it right. Um, it might not work. She could say no. They might say no. They might hang up on me. They might flip me off. They might whatever, right? Uh, and so I'm going to think about all that to protect myself. And I'm never going to take action, right? Because I'm I'm really making those decisions kind of based on my feelings. And, and at that point, it, all of that weighs heavy, right, on you. And so you'll wait till you feel like it. In reality, you're probably never going to feel like it. Um, you just need to do it because that's really where the growth comes from. And so, you know, you Five, four, three, two, one. Actually, what it does from a scientific perspective is it's explained. I mean, I don't know, but um, just repeating is that it activates the prefrontal cortex of your brain, and that's the part of your brain that is focused on like outcome and action. And so, um, when you get to that zero, it it activates again. Your mind's looking for something to do, and it activates that prefrontal cortex of your brain, which wants to do something and move, right? And so then that stops the other part of your brain. It wants to continue to sit there and think about all the things and and wait until there's some magic day where the stars are going to align and I'm just going to feel like it. You know what I mean? Um, and so, like you said, we, I mean, so we talked about running a lot, but, man, just in, in – Business, I mean, I made, I made, had a comment. You had tagged me on a comment in one of the Facebook group the other day. Somebody mm-hmm. had asked how many dials an ISA should make. And Alex Piak and Kyle Whistle had two great comments. And I commented on there, you know, I made like 300 dials a day manually without a dialer for years. You know what I mean? And um, I never, ever. I was about to say, how many days did you come? feel like never. making 300 dials a day? Never, even on days when I knew I was picking up money, I didn't want to make the calls or whatever. And I would sit there, you know, I mean, 
it just uh, it's so it doesn't ever go away. And and for you to expect, you know, that's the thing for you to expect that there's going to be a day when that isn't there. Um, you're fooling yourself, and that's why it'll never happen. You know, you just might as well get resolved to the fact that you're never going to feel like it. That's not the point. The point is doing those things that you probably don't feel like. Why don't you feel like it? Because your feelings are ruling your action in, as opposed to, you know, you, you know what you should do. That's a lot of people say you, you buy on emotion, you justify what you bought on logic, right? Nobody buys on logic. It's like, um, you know, if I'm trying to sell you some stock, you know, right now the price is low. A week ago it was at $10. Now you can get it at $5. I mean, you're getting a 50% discount on the share price. Or you've got an opportunity right now to get in at levels that haven't been seen in, I couldn't even tell you how long. The fact is this could change. Your portfolio could triple if this thing does what we think it's going to do. One was just some logical math. You're not going to get invested and emotionally excited about that logical math. Right. The other is emotion. Right. And the training, you're starting to envision and feel something. And so that's why I can get you to make a decision when you start to feel um, something. In this case, that would be, you know, you're feeling something that it would be a positive thing. But yeah, I mean, you, that's the you, thing uh, that, that we talk about, too. Like, you, you know, that you talk a lot about, you know, we're talking marketing, we're talking offers like like we, we've got to be careful that, you know, we're not spending enough. We got to make sure that we're selling the destination and not the airplane to get there. Right. We're, we're selling the beach in the clear waters and you know, the drink with the umbrella in your hand. I'm not, we're not talking about the flight that I'm trying to sell you to get you there. Right. Yeah, right. Really we're not talking about really the flight. <laughs> you yeah. Know what I mean, does yeah. it really matter? The flight yeah. don't matter. I mean, you know, just get me there. So, that that's the you know that's the that's the thing right so you want to sell sell that sell that feeling so you know what what are some um what are some are, are, are there conditions are there things that you can do are there um you know times of the day when you're when your energy's higher like are, are there things that you can set up the conditions to where it makes it easier to take action or is it no matter what always hard um, uh, that's a good question, man. And I'm by no means an expert. I think it's always a continuing quest for improvement, put it that way. And if you want to call continuing quest for improvement hard, then I guess it's always hard. If you think of yeah. continuing quest for improvement as part of your core value and as a person, then that shouldn't be hard. That should be enjoyable. So what do you think about, you know, what do you think about improving yourself? Do you consider that to be hard or because it should be fun? And it's, you should, you know, want to do that, um, you know. And so uh, so I don't know if you, some people would find it hard. Some people probably wouldn't. But I would say that, you know, times a day and all that stuff, I think immediately when you start to, to talk to yourself about not doing something. So, you know, if, if I'm, if I'm um, sitting in my car about to walk in and give a listing presentation, right, and I just got this placemat like Aaron posted a picture in a Facebook group the other day outside of her car holding up this saying finally got my placemat and I know she's crushing it. And, uh, and so if I'm sitting in my car and I'm about to go in on this listing presentation, give that presentation for the first time, my mind, when I park that car, I don't care who you are. You're going to start mm -hmm. to go, I'm going to fuck it up. I'm going to screw something up. 
damn it, oh man, I'm nervous, oh, what's going to happen, and what if they say no, how am I going to transition to asking them to sign the paperwork, what if they ask me, what if they resist on my price recommendation, you know, well, I remember something about I shouldn't even give price, damn it, what, all this stuff, and, and you're going to create your own downfall, because half of that stuff, you know, thoughts are things, and, you know, what, you will make it happen, if you, you know, you will make it yeah. happen, and, but, but so, the, the key is, to just realize you're looking for what times a day, it's that time of day. It's that time of day. And that time of day might happen a hundred times a day, right? But it's that moment when you know, here I go, here's my, here's my feelings trying to rule, keep me safe in this car where I can't be hurt. Keep me safe. My feelings yep. are triggering, right? Now I need to take action. Five, four, three, two, one, get out of the car and go knock on the door. If I'm about to make that first phone call of the day and I'm looking at the leads and I'm starting to scroll through and find the one that has a name or something, I'm a cherry pick, right? Oh, I don't want to call that one. No, let me call this one. Oh, no, I don't want that one. Let me call this one. Let me see what my tasks are. Oh, let me call. Hold on. Let me check my inbox. Oh, let me find somebody who's asking to buy something here. God, I don't want to make that first phone call. Oh, let me, let me do some research. Are they, let, let me, let me, are they on Facebook? Let me see if they're on Facebook or, or, or maybe they're on Instagram. Maybe let me, let me get there and then, you know. Down the rabbit hole you go. So five, four, three, do, two, one, go. Pick up the phone and dial. Pick up the so phone. That's when you do. Do, does does it help? Does it help to also have you know, uh, you know, I, I'm thinking through like on on like a desire, right? You know, we're doing this for because this is in alignment to a desired outcome that we're after, right? Is this is this part of the bigger purpose? Is this part of the goal? Right. Hey, we know, hey, this is what I want to accomplish. And, you know, having that driving factor. So like, you know, for for me with with the first iron, the first Ironman, the mornings that I was stiff and, you know, I knew as soon as I put my feet on the ground, how bad it was going to hurt. You know, just just going through that that training and like, man, I don't want to sit on this damn bike for five hours today on a Saturday morning. But what, what, what helped me was why was I doing this in the first place? And so, you know, I would still need that five, four, three, two, one, or, you know, something to get into motion, to get into action, like what we're talking about. But I almost had to remind myself why I was doing what I was doing in the first place, right? And I, and, and I, and I really think that that is so, so critical because if you're not doing it for um, a specific or desirable outcome, one, it's not going to be sustainable, right? You're not going to keep doing it because like you said, it's just, we're going to put too much pain associated with it. Although we know it's what we need to do, but if we're not, if we don't have that bigger purpose, Man, I, I it just, it's going to be so, it, you're making it that much harder than what it already is. I think is my, is my point that I'm trying to make is it's already hard and we've got to have these triggers to get going. But if you don't have that driving force, so like Iron Man number one was, um, I want my, I, I, I just wanted my kids to say my dad was an Iron Man. I mean, that, that's why I did it. I just want all my kids to be able to say, and I mean, I mean, I even got the, you know, for, for Father's Day, you know, I even got the, um, you know, 
Dad, I love you, 3000, with the little, the little Iron Man character, right? So, you know, it's, and, and then, um, you know, the second Iron Man was, man, man, just for me, but it wasn't that great of an experience because it wasn't like my kids call me Iron Man. Oh, I, I did another one. But, and I was struggling with that with this one that I'm training for right now. But I had the sign, right? Like we were talking mm-hmm. about the 1111 last night. You know, we had these little signs. Well, when they, when they rescheduled Iron Man, they scheduled it on October the 17th. Well, October the 17th is my dad's birthday. And my dad wanted to come to the first one. He couldn't. Obviously, he wasn't going to travel to Florida for the second one. But it's here in Waco, four hour drive for him, right? So I was like, Hey, so I call, I called my dad. I said, Hey, if I do this, um, will you come down? Will you watch? I said, it's on your birthday. And he's like, hell yeah, I'll be there. Heck yeah. So like for me, like when I don't want to lace it up and, and get going, like you said, and I think that's the motion, right? Five, four, three, two, one, like we're taking action, leaning into it. Now I'm like doing it for pops, right? I got to get after it. I can't. You know, I want, I want this to be the, the best one, right? Just because he's going to, he's going to be there. So I think having that, having that, that something that you're, you're striving towards really helps to get that action, to get that action going. Um, and then on the flip side, brother, let's, let's talk about this a little bit too. If what, if, if that's not your why or your, or your purpose and it's, it's somebody else's, it's hard to take action on, on that. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why, you know, what we always talk about working with, working with clients, if you know, you've got to get your team bought into the strategy if you want them to take action on it. And mm-hmm. so how do you get them to go, go ahead? I want you to, I want you to dive on this a little bit. Cause I, I mean, I know this is, I mean, kind of, um, you know, really helping, helping everybody understand how it's critical to get, not only yourself to take that action, but how do you get your team and the people around you to take action as well? Yeah. You know, uh, from, from a team perspective, you know, you set the example. And so definitely when you're taking action on the things that uh, are aligned with everything that you're telling them, you know, if you say you're a stand up guy, then be a stand up guy. You know, if you say you're going to do this, then do it. You know what I mean? And if it takes five, four, three, two, one for you to do it, um, then do it. But I think that that sets the right example and uh, others, you know, will follow that. But I think what you, what you were talking about there is, uh, it's a key point. And I think, you know, the why that you were talking about also, not only does it help you because five, four, three, two, one is really, like we said, it's a, it's not about feelings, like, right? So it's not about feelings. It's about short circuiting your feeling mm. network. It's about,